Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues session four of the five-part Living the Dream series. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick began by telling us the two reasons why God puts a dream seed inside of us. Then he reviewed previous sessions of the series and introduced us to session three, The Prison Test, where he deals with pardon. Then he read us his text taken from Genesis chapter 50, verses 15 through 21, and brought us the first of three things we need to know about unforgiveness. On this broadcast, he'll bring us the other two, share with us five principles of forgiveness, and the first of three reasons we don't know how to forgive. And now, here's Brother Rick. And I told him, if you ever need me, call me again, but surely he could pick up, I didn't mean it. And when I got off the phone, I said, you know, God, I'm getting about sick of this guy. It's twice that he's woke me up in the middle of the night. And you know, I don't know whether he's going to make it or not. And I'm getting a little tired of it. And so the Lord said, let me understand you correctly. In other words, if you don't get a message when I speak it to you a couple times, I need to just whack you off. I said, no, we ain't talking about me. <laughs> I said, he can call me when he needs to. How many of you know that we got to learn that our forgiveness is attached to how we forgive somebody else? Our mercy is in proportion to how merciful we are. Oh, Lord, help us. See, if I don't forgive my brother's trespasses, God won't forgive me. He won't even listen to me. Unforgiveness will hinder my own forgiveness. Here's the next thing unforgiveness do. It will hinder your prayer life, Mark eleven twenty five says. When you stand praying, when you stand praying, forgive. Because if you don't forgive, I ain't listening. Now, boy, I'm telling you, that don't mean much, but how many of you know sometimes we, we pray those unexpected prayers, and we need God to be there. <laughs> we don't need to square up every time. You know, if somebody comes to your door, demon possessed, you don't need to pray 30 minutes to get everybody forgiven. You know, you need to be ready. Car swerves over in your lane. You can't say, Lord, I forgive. Uh, you know, you better be ready when you holler help. And if you don't forgive, he said, I won't answer your prayers. Here's another thing. He said, when you come to offer your gift on the altar, that's what we're singing about offering our gift, our best on the altar. He said, when you come to offer your gift and you happen to think it, there's an alt in the way. Just lay it down. Because see, not only is that our gift that we offer to God, how many of you know our life's a gift we offer to God? How many of you know there's a gift we offer to God from our life? How many of you know that gift will not operate if there's unforgiveness in your heart? Boy, I remember years ago, me and Debbie got into a discussion. Heated discussion. And I decided I wasn't going to church that morning. It's back years ago when I just, I was a worship leader. Oh, we had a humdinger. See, she's the baby of her family. I'm, that's enough. I'm the baby of my family. How many knows that's World War Three? Anyway, I said, I've had it. It's on a Sunday morning. I ain't going to church. Now, my pastor is a different kind of a guy because he called and said, where are you? And I said, I ain't coming. He said, where are you? And I said, I ain't coming. He said, yeah, you're coming. And I said, no, I'm not coming. I said, listen, me and Dave have been into argument. And he said, get ready. I'm coming to pick you up. And I said, I'm not coming. 
And he said, yeah, you're coming. And I'm thinking, what part of that ain't coming? Are you not getting picked up on? I ain't a coming. And I'm trying to be respectful, but I ain't coming. And did you know he come to my house? And got me? Said, do you think you're going to lay out of church every time there's a little incident? He was unused. I called him and said, listen, Pastor, I don't feel good today. He said, I'll see you in a few minutes. We believe in healing. That brother would not let me go. And he showed up and he picked me up. Debbie already went to church. She's a little more spiritual than I was and putting on an act or something. But anyway, she went on. Here I come with a pastor like a truant officer. Isn't that bad? When I got to church, I said, Pastor, I got enough sense to know my gift ain't going to operate. He said, when you walk by the piano, that's where Debbie was. He said, when you walk by the piano, just tell her, I'm sorry, I'm stupid. And he said, those four words will cause your gift to be released again. Sure enough, it did. I just walked by the window and said, I'm sorry, I'm stupid. And I just went right on. And did you know we had a tremendous service that day? But if you don't forgive, you sure enough stupid. Because that gift won't operate. Are you listening to me? You can't make that thing operate. You got to have the presence of God for it to operate. Got to leave it at the altar. Now, see, experiencing forgiveness does not mean that you're not recognizing wrong. I want to give you five things here that I think will help you to understand and experience forgiveness. See, so many times we feel like if we forgive, the other person getting off the hook. But we got to hold this. And, it, you know, time causes us to forget, so we have to rehearse it. <laughs> we don't want to forgive them yet, so you got to get it back in there and get yourself mad again. Look at your neighbor and say, he's really trying to help us tonight. How many knows this is true? Because if we just go on, we lose that madness. So we have to stir it up, amen? Now here's some principles I, I want you to remember. Number one, forgiveness is the acknowledgement of wrongdoing. You can't forgive somebody that hadn't wronged you. So it's just the opposite of what you think. You think if you forgive them that you're ignoring the wrongdoing. No, you're recognizing and dealing with the wrongdoing. Forgiveness is the acknowledgement of that. Here's the second thing the Lord began to show me. Forgiveness is the only way to release them from your hands to God's hands. Who's going to deal with them? You or him? Did you know John 20 and 23 says a strange thing? He said, whosoever sins you remit, they're remitted. Whosoever sins you retain, they're retained. Well, we know that this don't mean that we can go around absolving sins for people. What is it saying? It's saying, whoever you let go, I'll take hold of. Whoever you got in your hand, good luck. You got to deal with them. Now, listen, if we're smart, Look at your neighbor and say, that's where I'm heading. I want to get smart this day. If you're smart, you'll let God have them. Forgiveness releases them to the hands of God. Here's number three. Forgiveness is a decision. It's not a feeling. Boy, we like feelings, don't we? You know, people say, oh, I fell in love. Sounds like an accident, though. I fell in love. And I feel 
And then just as soon as the feeling changes, they're back down to the courthouse. <laughs> Love's not a feeling. I've been married 33 years. There's times when I want to hug my wife. Other times I want to hug her very tightly. <laughs> I mean, I understand feelings change. Love is a choice. Forgiveness is a decision. It's not a feeling. You got to choose to do it. You don't have any control over who betrays you. You only have control over how you react. Number four, forgiveness has nothing to do with how the other person acts or their attitude. That's what this story teaches us. Joseph's brothers didn't come and said, oh, please forgive us. They come lying like a dog. Your father, before he died with his last breath, I command Joseph to forgive. That's a lie. Joseph knew it was a lie. I had a guy tell me one time, they owe me an apology. I said, you know, if I owed you money, there's two ways we can handle this. Number one, you could wait till I paid you. Just like everybody else. You could wait. Or you can release me of my debt. One of them's on what I do, and the other's on what you do. How many understand? You can release whoever owes you anything. You can release them, or you can wait till they ask. Joseph had already chosen long before they cooked up a scheme. Forgiveness ain't got nothing to do with the other person. Forgiveness is about you. Now, here's the fifth thing I want to tell you. Forgiveness increases the blessing and favor of God on your life. You never lose when you forgive somebody. Did I happen to tell y'all that I'm a living this thing? I did tell y'all that, didn't I? Did you know in the last three or four months, I've had a half a dozen probably people contact me wanting to reconcile. Some of them only know why they got mad. Honestly, I, I had no clue. And one of them, I do know why he got mad. I know what he done. It hurt me horribly. And he called me and asked me to forgive him. And I wasn't really ready yet. <laughs> I hadn't told all my friends about it yet. <laughs> I had a couple more I want to fill in before I got that far. But what happened was the Lord said, forgive him. Forgive him now. He said, in fact, I've been talking to you about forgiving him before he called. But in case you was waiting, he called. Now forgive him. And when I did that, God opened up everything. Some stuff I thought I'd already forgiven. He started just surfacing people. It's like it boiling up to the top. I've never seen nothing like it in my life. And these people contacted me. I went home. It was a letter. As soon as I forgave this guy, and, and I went and preached for him, because the guy told me, he said, you won't come preach for me anymore because of what I said. And I said, well, if I forgave you, I'll come preach for you. If I didn't, I'm still mad. So I went and preached for him. And did you know when I got home, there was a letter from a girl that hadn't spoke to me in seven years. She said, I want to meet with you. This has went on long enough. I hadn't done nothing to her. She just got mad because I was on the other side of the fence on the issue. <laughs> so I met with her and forgave her. She forgave me. We hugged one another, and it was wonderful. And then another guy sent me word. He wanted to meet with me. He hadn't spoke to me in six years. 
know it's hard for y'all to believe that everybody just ain't madly in love with me. <laughs> I've been confused about that too, really. I don't know how they could love me. And you know what the Lord told me about that guy? He said, I want you to forgive him because he's not mature enough to ask you. I expect more from you. He said, because he lacks maturity, I want you to ask him to forgive you. I said, Lord, he's guilty. I feel like sometimes God needs to be reminded he's busy. He's guilty. And the Lord said, but yeah, I expect more from you. Listen, you never lose when you forgive somebody. And let me tell you something. You'll never get ahead trying to get even. Now, here's why we have trouble forgiving. I'm going to give you three keys. Number one, we don't know how to release stuff. See, to truly forgive people, you got to release the person from the charges held against them. It's not that they're not guilty. It's that you know they're guilty. See, Joseph chose to release his brothers for all they did against him. And ironically, he did it from a prison cell. Wow. He did it without them asking for it. He made the decision. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitful life.org. Thanks for listening.